Wake up, Jesse! It's time to do a podcast! Wake up, Jesse! Wake up, Mark! Who's the one who's been waiting and dragging their feet? I'm not dragging my feet at all. I was waiting until you were available. You've been so busy. That's not true, Mark. That is not true. You're gonna go to hell and burn your pants and fire and stuff. <laughs> well, listen, Magna was awesome, but it took a few days to recover, so that's why we're podcasting today. Yeah, it did, most definitely. I had a great time with Jesse in Florida. She met me there on Sunday evening, the uh, weekend prior to Macna, and we terrorized the state for a few days, which was a lot of fun. Yay. Lots of fun. I got to go to see my family and do all kinds of fun stuff. And your best friend. And my best friend, you're right. Yeah. My, my, my girlfriend from college, I got to see her and stay at her beach house, and it was nice. And on top of that, we got to do some late night photography, which I wanted to try, and you've done it. So you showed me how to shoot stars, which I wanted yes. to do. And that was not as hard as I thought it would be. No, it's not. It's yeah. just a little bit of knowledge and a little bit of patience. And a little bit of Jesse. <laughs> that's like a <laughs> that's like a party in a a party right there in a package. <clears throat> <laughs> we had so much fun, and then from there we headed south, and uh, then we came back up to Orlando in time for Macna. Yes, and the hotel we, arri- was phenomenal. we arrived there on Wednesday afternoon. Right. Yeah, that the Orlando World Center Marriott is absolutely yeah. gorgeous. It is this enormous, fantastic building with elevators made of glass, so you can see everyone as you're going up and down. Not always good for Macna after parties. <laughs> yeah, no, it was <laughs> it was definitely probably one of the nicest hotels that I've stayed in. I've stayed, stayed in some nice hotels, especially in Orlando. I stayed in the Peabody, which is puzzly better than that hotel, at least mm. star rating-wise and money-wise, yeah. but I like that hotel better. I mean, Well, Macna the, had negotiated a fantastic deal. Yeah. And so getting in there for $99 a night was awesome. And then you scored us a free fridge. <laughs> And you got us a view of the pool. I was just like, wow, you're just a miracle worker. Yeah, I know. I, I rocked it pretty much. I really did. Like, I I flirted my way to a pool view and a fridge. <laughs> I don't even understand that because they give you a fridge in your room filled with stuff they want to sell you. They put out all kinds of goodies because they want you to buy those. You know, M&M's, Kit Kats, and those looked really good, by the way. But I was strong, and because we had already hit up a Walmart and stocked up on goodies, it was crazy to let us bring it in and then get a free refrigerator to chill our own stuff and not use the stuff they want us to buy. I just, I'm surprised hotels allow that. Yep. It, you know? was, it was quite epic. And then you made Machina prettier. How did I do that? Because you did all those amazing booths. Oh, yeah. I did have a nice time with that. Creative Soup designed Ice Caps booth completely and it was enormous yeah and you were involved in uh Rod, rod's foods rod's food you did the backdrop uh-huh and you probably um, did the tablecloth i mean i don't know you yeah tell i did it. what did you ba- do <laughs> i did the backdrop and the tablecloth and um reef koi i did reef koi and the new light for um evolution led lighting that he's selling right and the signage there and i did uh cherry corals right so all yeah. these booths are just, like, stellar. And I'll tell you, when I went to Mackin in 2002, that was my first one, it didn't look anything like the one we just came from. Oh, really? It was, it was hobbyists. Well, I <laughs> this mean, is I'm, like I'm businesses. Glad, 
I'm glad that the industry is starting to um, starting to you know take take these things more seriously because it's a huge trade shows are a huge industry and other industries that aren't fish you know pet fish a lot of companies spend a lot of money doing these types of things I mean I had a half a million dollar budget when I worked as a marketing manager for the cell phone company and we used it we had a structure built that was three conference rooms and a double decker with stairs going up and you know that's that's the kind of booth that I was used to working with so well I was just amazed at how everything was presented I mean I'm a huge fan of signage where it tells you where things are going to be it tells you they did you know, a great job walk. with that phenomenal I mean even stickers giant huge like carpet mats on the carpet for this aisle is sponsored by such and such and giant upright signs in front of each room for the different talks what yep. they were going to be what time they're going to be they're very on track and then huge ones that just said Mackinac to the left <laughs> yeah i mean just enormous signs everywhere and i was just blown away by all this you know that's that's stuff that people overlook and don't care about but when it's not there you go crazy because you can't find anything and yep. they did an incredible job on that yeah it was it was definitely really good i knew that this Mackinac was going to be good when i saw their booth in uh in New Jersey last year, I was just really taken aback, and it was I was excited for it all year. Right. So, Mark, are you going to Iowa? Of course. The Iowa Macna is going to be September 9th through 11th, and you can sign up now at macna2011.com. It's uh, they did a presentation at the uh, during the gala dinner, and they showed us pictures of food and malls and hotels and convention centers and. They tried to upsell us. They tried to let us know to come. So we're going. <laughs> I hadn't really decided if I was going to go to Iowa or not. But we'll then... go. We don't care. It doesn't matter where it is. We're still in a hotel. We're still with our friends. That's the point. I, I know. I know. I just kind of like, it's, it's Iowa. Have hot tub, <clears throat> we'll travel. <laughs> Have hot tub, we'll travel. <laughs> yeah, I know. I should probably just go just because I will. we have to carry on the Magna hot tub tradition. The price is only 89 bucks right now. It went up slightly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I already paid for mine yesterday, uh, two days ago. So I should have done it at the conference. It was $75, and I forgot. Yeah. So that'll, that'll teach me to procrastinate. Okay, so I said Jessie made Macna prettier. That includes me. She took me shopping. Oh, yeah. I had so much fun, guys. I got to be Mark's personal shopper. It was like a dream come true. I got him out of the shorty short shorts. They're called shorts for a reason. Those things should be called longs that you made me buy. No, I took him to Old Navy people and bought him a regular pair of men's shorts. And so pricey. out about how long they were. So pricey. <laughs> no, they looked nice, and I was glad that she helped me because I haven't had any female direction in the clothing department in some time. So I said, you know what? I'll be your Ken doll. Dress me. <laughs> I did, and he looked good. He got a lot of compliments at the at the show too. Yep, people thought I lost weight just because my shirt fit. Exactly. See, isn't that crazy? Yeah. You know, I came home from that trip. I did all my laundry. I ironed everything. Hung them up on hangers. <laughs> So they're yeah. ready for next year. <laughs> Jesse's amazing. <laughs> oh, copy that one and repeat it, please. I will. I'll echo that one. Yeah, okay. all right. <laughs> Jesse's amazing. Jesse's amazing. So let's talk about some of the stuff that actually happened in Macna for those that weren't able to go. Picture this gorgeous hotel, marble floors, fantastic swimming pools, 
Florida sun, blue skies, puffy white clouds, over a thousand people, easily over a thousand, that were there in attendance. Everywhere you went, you saw people you knew, or you saw name badges, and you saw company names you knew. Uh, there's speakers everywhere, you know, the guys that give the talks and write the books, and they're fun to hang out with. They're Every evening, they would hang out in the lounge bar. They'd go to the next bar. They'd go to restaurants. They'd go out. They'd come back. Yeah, I've, I've never seen so many parties, after parties, and after after parties, and then hotel room parties, right. all on the same night with, like, these people that I never thought that I would meet in person. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, people, some of these speakers that you you think are so straight-laced and, you know, just PhDs who are revolutionizing something in the hobby, they can party, let me <laughs> tell you. <laughs> they're fun, you know? It's- they are, they're blast. It always cracks me up who is, like, who's the most surprising one that you never expect. And I'm not going to name names, because that would go against the uh, the policy of... What happens at Magna stays at Magna. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Shouldn't we talk about what they did to Sanjay at the gala? Well, yeah, okay. I can say that. So <laughs> we're sitting at a table. We're sitting. I was sitting at um, at the ice cap table. And you were there. Um, Richard Ross. Richard Ross was sitting next to me. Uh, Laura Bierenbaum. Laura Bierenbaum. Bierenbaum. Uh, Christine <laughs> Williams, who's my new favorite person, by the way. Um Hi, Christine. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Um, <laughs> she is the ultimate reef hottie, by the way. I don't know if you guys know this. She had a great Christine- necklace. Yeah. <laughs> Christine Williams is absolutely, in, like, she's a speaker. She's intelligent. She's beautiful. She's like the holy trinity of reef unicorns. There you go. <laughs> and Jesse wants her. <laughs> and she's my new best friend. Um... So we're at this table. So anyway, we were sitting at this table, and Richard was like, oh, I need to text Sanjay, but I don't have his number in my phone, and I happen to have his number in my phone. So we text him from my phone, and Richard says, um, your fly is down. But you have to explain why. So, Wait, you have to explain where Sanjay is. Oh, 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 sorry, <laughs> sorry. So during um, Matt Wittenrich's acceptance speech, all the past uh, winners of the Aquarius of the Year, or whatever the award is, is are up on stage. There's ten of them: Bob Fenner and Martin Moe, Ron Shemek, um, Ron Shemek, and and uh, yeah, they're all up there and with Sanjay. And um, so we text Sanjay that his fly is down while he's up on stage. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, this guy's up on stage. Why would he look at his phone? No, I text it. He must feel the phone buzz or something. He reaches in the pocket, pulls it out. And busts out laughing and looks over straight at our table because he knew it had to come from us. <laughs> <laughs> they actually did catch him in the act. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah no, there's a lot so. of fun like that going on. Uh, at the Friday night reception, I grabbed this married girl and said, let's dance. And, uh, hi, Amy. Love you. See you next year. <laughs> so anyway, I said, let's dance. She's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, crap, I can't dance. <laughs> I was just like... I don't know why I said it, but, you know, maybe too much alcohol. I'm not positive. But the point was is that we go out there, and I'm a terrible dancer, and everyone's shocked that I'm dancing. So they all run over with cameras and cell phones, and it's like the freaking paparazzi to see me dance because I'm awful at it. And this doesn't stop. You know, it's ridiculous. And we just laughed and had fun. But then I think what happened was the rest of the room realized they could dance better than Milev, and they all came running onto the, onto the area, and it started filling up with people dancing. 
I think, and it was good for me because it was like camouflage because I could hide in the middle of all of them and not be visible anymore <laughs> to those cameras. Nice. But one of my friends well, did put it up that... on YouTube so you can enjoy it. It's up on YouTube? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I haven't seen that. I was, at that point in time, I was heading to the hot tub. <laughs> That's right. You were texting me. Yes. And it is a hot tub that shall go down in infamy. Um, and it, it was just great. There was... Oh, okay, we're not going to list the names necessarily, but we will say no. this was the hot tub behind the hot tub, and it, there was no light. Yeah, yeah, it was it, evidently it was very hard to find because it was a hot tub behind a hot tub behind a hot tub, <laughs> and uh, and there was no light. It, it, there was there was probably I don't know, guessing maybe fifteen twenty people in there. Yes, and two <laughs> bottles of all alcohol big, being passed around because no one had a cup. All big names and all drinking straight from the bottle. It's so funny because Jesse would go around with a waterproof camera taking pictures. And the camera sees something with the infrared because we can't see anything. And then all of a sudden this giant flash goes off. Now you're really blind because you just got hit with light. And so after a while, Jesse hands me the camera and says for me to take pictures. And so I just kind of point the camera in the general area of Jesse, who's, of course... Got her beautiful little smile. She's ready. No one else knows what's going on, right? The camera does a little focus in the dark. Bam! I got a picture of this gorgeous girl. Sorry, Jesse. <laughs> no, Jesse was yeah, in the shot, too. Not me. No, not me. <laughs> no, this girl was phenomenal. And she was just happened to be pulling her hair back. She's in a bikini. It's like, oh, my God. It's like striking gold. I was like, that was like the best picture I could have taken. And I didn't even know. I was shooting totally in the dark. It was so funny. Yeah, it had nothing to do with me whatsoever. Well, you did say for me to take pictures. But yes, so that hot tub was awesomely amazing. And actually, I think that if I'm not mistaken, Just Incredible is going to be making a a song about it in the upcoming months. Nice. We got to get that on the podcast. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Justin was hilarious. John Ciotti was hilarious. Those guys, they look like they walked off Saturday Night Live soundstage. Yeah, Justin was sporting, sporting an amazing molestache. What? And um, a molestache. Is that like a porn star mustache? Yes. Okay, but he's for molesting. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> Haven't heard that one. Really? He was funny. That's old. Um, yeah, no, so that was just, there was just so much insanity going on. I definitely have to say I enjoyed the people I hung out with. I hung out with Christine Williams, John Ciotti, Justin Credible, um, Laura Birnbaum, just you, Josh, uh, Solomon, Naomi from Orca, um, Ray from Orca. All these people are just amazing, fun people. They really are a blast. blast. Yeah, no, absolutely. They were a great group of people. That's the nice thing. And, you know, I could tell you guys year after year, go to Magna, go to Magna, go to Magna. And you guys are always like, ah, it's a trade show. Why should I pay? It's not. You're hanging out with your friends. It's not. It's it's everything outside the trade show that is unfreaking believable. How many talks did you hear, Jesse? I heard one. <laughs> How many talks did I hear, Jesse? I don't know. One. Hell was no. there like 40 talks? I heard one. I was on the trade show. I, I mean, I was on the vendors hall the whole time. I love equipment. Who did you go to? Uh, it was the Pat for New Guinea presentation. Oh, really? You're forced to go to that because that's during the dinner. <laughs> that's the only one. Is that the only? Yes. Is that the one you went to? Well, I did the tail end of 
if you want to host Macna. I showed up late for that one, so I heard part of that. Oh, oh okay. But no, no I, went I, to, I missed. I went to Just Incredibles talk. Yeah. I should have gone to like more people. I wanted to go to Scott Fellman's. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go to Christine Williams. I wanted to go to a lot of them, but I ended up either sleeping past them or sleeping during them or taking a nap. <laughs> you <laughs> did take a couple of naps. That's true. You're like, I'm going up. To- oh, I'm this sorry. is hilarious. Let's talk about this for a minute. Jesse says, I'm taking a nap. All right, see ya. And uh, later on, I check on her and the room is totally pitch dark because she's taking a nap. So I'm exhausted. I slept like one hour the whole time. So I'm just like, I need to lie down. And Jesse says, well, I'm going to start, you know, fixing up my, you know, getting nice for the gala. And she turns on her music, like super loud on her laptop while she's doing her thing. And I'm like, wow, seriously, you had the dark room totally silent. And then I, I was like, wow, okay. So I was like, whatever. I sleep through it because I don't care. But every like seven minutes, she's like, Mark. Like, to make sure I'm still breathing or something? I'm like, are you no, kidding me? No, 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 You had to no, check no, those still no, in the no, room? No. I mean, it's only one room, you know? <laughs> I'm like, oh, my so God. Not happened. That's not at all what happened. No. I don't know you're going to sleep, number one, because you're sitting, like, sitting up. No, I was lying back against my pillars. <laughs> you're completely closed, just sitting there. Waiting to and go. I have somebody, I have another girl in the room, and we're both getting ready and doing each other's hair and all the stuff that happened with that. Mm-hmm. And, um, frankly, I'm wondering, like, if I could get changed or if you're still in the room. So I'm like, Mark, and you don't answer. I'm like, Mark, you don't answer. I'm like, did he leave? I didn't see him leave. And so I'm continuing getting ready, and then I pop around the corner and I see your shoes because I don't necessarily look all the way over, and I'm like, Mark! And you don't answer, and then I notice that you're sleeping, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh. And then and then it's time to go or something, and that's the last time I say Mark. It's kind of like that but. night when we had stayed at Josh's, and you're yelling from upstairs, Mark! Mark! And I don't yell back because I'm like, if you want to talk to me, you can come downstairs. I mean, seriously. Yeah, that's just gotta apparently, be. A, Josh, that's a Timco thing. Apparently, you just shout at people and expect them to show. You do. said you expected we, me to come upstairs because you yelled my name. I did. That's a uh, princess right there. <laughs> Treat me right. I I beckoned. I, Get I, your ass up here. I have to. I have to admit, I tried. I didn't expect to be successful. If I was successful, I would have patted myself on the back silently. But I didn't expect to be successful. What's hilarious about it is that I texted her and said, "Why are you shouting when I'm right down here?" But her phone was on the sofa next to me, and it went ding, ding. I was like, whatever. And I just didn't say, you know, I was just, I forget. I think I was watching yeah, TV. I was, I was upstairs with Josh. I was like, because we were trying to make plans on what we're going to do for dinner. I was like, Mark! Mark! <laughs> See, that's just, Mark! that's hot. And he wouldn't answer. <laughs> I'm like, wow, walk down here and have a conversation with me. I grew up a little differently. I, I couldn't yell at my dad. My dad didn't yell at me. We came into the room and spoke to one another. It's a pretty simple really? system. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We had four kids in my house. We screamed from top. Like, we live in the split level, too. So it was like bedrooms on one level, kitchen fan- or kitchen living room on the second, family room on the third, and basement on the fourth. And we would yell from basement to bedroom. Did you not have intercoms? No. Why would you have an intercom? Well, you just it said this. Ohio. You just said this four levels. I would have an intercom. Well, it was a split level. Still, it wasn't a big house. I would hand you a like... walkie-talkie and say, "Call me when you need something," or get a cell phone. Well, <laughs> Even better. We would just we would just yell, "Dinner's ready!" and everybody would come from all corners of the house. Well, okay, that ding, makes ding, sense. Ding, ding. Yeah, okay, I could see that. 
That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get back to the reason why we missed all the talks. Because, because we were blown away so fun. by the show floor. It was so fun. So many people. Everyone knew everyone. And that's the beauty of it. If you go to the first Magna, yes, you're not going to know anyone because you haven't met them yet. But then you go to the second one and you see the same people you saw the year before. You remember some of the things you did or said or learned about each other. And, I mean, all throughout the year you're talking to these people online. You're ordering stuff from these vendors. And now you get to put a face to the name. You get to talk about the products you bought. You get to talk about the products you want to buy. And it's just awesome to catch up with everyone in person. And, you know, of course, like we talk about these parties and after parties and then room parties and then back to the bar party and then to the, you know, to the outside party and then by the pool party and then back inside. And then, you know, it's like back up to another room. Yes. I mean, the elevators got a good workout from us. Yeah, they did. Uh, but so, OK, for example, let's talk about Marco Rocks. Yes, I really like Marco Rocks. I was not aware of <clears throat> what exactly Marco Rocks was until this Magna. And maybe I'm behind the times. Maybe you guys all know about it, and I'm the one who just didn't know. But apparently, there's it's it's an ancient reef that is quarried from the ground and cleaned, and I suppose like sandblasted or something. And you get these rocks that are obviously reef rocks, but they're just like they're not harvested from the ocean, so they don't have any environmental impact. And it's just, you know, I was such a proponent of Garf Rock because it was, you know, it didn't impact the environment or anything and it's great shapes and whatnot. But this is honestly, just in my opinion, I would have a hard time deciding if I, would gonna, if I would do Marco Rocks in my tank or if I would do Garf Rocks. Well, Marco Rock is very affordable. I believe it's like $2 a pound. That's what he said, about $2 a pound. And then, and then there's shipping. stuff that's <laughs> cut. Um, that might cost like two fifty or two seventy five or something, and it ships completely dry, so you don't have to worry about any of the extra water weight or anything like that. But yeah, I like you. I didn't know either. I've heard about this stuff forever, and I really thought that it was man made because it always looks the same. It's yeah. very very consistent, but they're actually uh, like you said, they're quarrying it from an area that's on grant. It's on land, and you know it's probably top secret where it is and all that kind of thing. But he brought in twelve thousand pounds of rock for Macna. Wow, really? Six tons of rock. Yeah. And he had wow. that beautiful display that would look like it would have fit in my brand new tank perfectly. Yeah, <laughs> that right. Mountain of that, rock. That pi- that mild or excuse me, that aquascape. He corrected me in our interview. <laughs> the mountain aquascape that was in the center of his booth. <laughs> that bottom rock was phenomenal. Just he had like this giant slab with like some feet, like a coffee table. And I was like, that's my reef right there. Just that bottom 1,000-pound rock. That's what I want. <laughs> or whatever yeah. it weighed. How could you ever get in your tank without destroying it? I don't know. But it was so nice. And then they stacked big, giant pieces on top. And you can pick huge pieces or small pieces. And Jesse mentioned cut pieces. And what is happening is they're actually taking the rock. They're running it through like a bandsaw to get a slice off the back so you can glue it right to your overflow with silicone and create a rockscape on the back of your tank. And that's available through their site. I think I might be. Di- I might do that. I have to. I'm. I mentioned three or four months ago the possibility of me getting a uh, a new tank, mm-hmm. and it's in my near future, I believe. So I I could possibly talk now about the aquascape that I want to do, and I think that considering it's going to be like a, a sixty gallon a, a cube, I'm thinking like I don't know. I want to do something unique, so I might do one of those rock walls. Yeah. Maybe I'll do a rock wall and pull it out into like an overhang or something. Well, that's the beauty of these different sizes and shapes. You can really create something that seems to merge with a back wall, 
but still yeah, has all the crevices and the crannies and the things. I mean, the rock has so many holes in it. It seems very frag friendly. You yeah. place little bits here and there. And even if they have frag plugs, they'll fit into those holes. And I don't know how long it takes to get it properly colonized with bacteria. I'm a live rock guy, not the dry rock guy. And yeah. I've always said it takes nine months. I don't know if it's any quicker with Marco Rock. I don't know. But I would still I be know. patient. I would so not maybe rush I, it. Maybe I should get um, John Ciotti and Scott Feldman down here to... Uh, to to uh, aquascape it to aquascape it well yeah. you got to give them some silicone if you get that flat stuff but you know <laughs> it's pretty neat uh one of the funny things that happened but unfortunately there was no video of it was that marco rocks brought in this enormous box of sand i mean it was like i don't know let's say it was four foot by four foot by four foot of just sand one giant cardboard box with the front cut open and it said all the sand you can carry for five dollars People were going crazy for it. They, he had these blue bags next to the, the box. You could just grab a bag and start s- shoveling sand into it. And <laughs> as much as you could carry, you get for $5. Now, I never figured out how far you had to carry it. Did you just have to get out of the booth? Wow. Did you have to never come back? I don't know the rule. <laughs> but, you know, Mark told me, and by the way, he spells his name like mine because we're cool. He, uh said that one guy had like six of those bags and each one roughly held about 50 pounds of sand. So the guy walked away with 300 pounds of sand for $5. It was beautiful. And a club member drove from Florida, uh, from Fort Worth, well, from Dallas, to Florida. And he says, Mark, go get that sand for your new tank. I'll put it in my truck. I was like, no way. Forget it. I'm not doing that. I've had enough problems with my neck. Yeah. I am not going to try and haul, you know, I'm not going to do it. He says, you can get like 400 pounds of salt sand for like 20 bucs. Yeah. When people are like, but I don't think that uh, Mark would have let me keep coming back for more. <laughs> why? When? Why not? Well, it'd been five and five and five and five, right? But I, he just wanted to do it because it was funny, and that's why I said you should have had a camera going the whole time, and then you did that fast forward motion where you show all these people. He said one person filled their backpack with sand. Can you imagine, like your camera bag, for example? Oh, and then at one point. I forget mm-hmm. who took possession of Jesse's camera bag, but I joked that we should bury those lenses in the sand. No. And that way they'd find treasure when they're going for sand. I don't like that idea at all. <laughs> I love how you don't like that. <laughs> so hilarious. All right, so Marco Rocks was fun. Yeah. Tons nice of rock. Nice guy, too. He Everyone was inspiring. a bit camera shy, yeah. but he warmed up to me after a while. <laughs> Jesse did the interview. No, tell him why I was doing the interview because you made me do the one before that with P.E. Mises and you embarrassed the crap out of me. Okay, let's talk about P.E. Mises in a bottle. All right. P.E. Mises has been a popular food for some time. It's usually pretty large, so if you have small fish, it's not exactly the ideal food unless you do something to chop it up a little bit smaller because some of those things can be like, wow, I think I read up to two and a half centimeters long. I mean, it's a lot. It's well, like an inch. you know, you have to say, I have to say that I did have small fish. I had small range 40 gobies, mm-hmm. and those gobies would choke down a single mysis because they loved it, and they got so fat and so big, they were like the size of my middle finger by the time we were done. Well, operating word choking is what I concern myself with. Uh, you know, I've yeah. seen fish get stuck with food that sticks out of their mouth, and I feel terrible for them. So if you have really tiny fish, at least look at, consider maybe cutting it up a little, you know, mincing it a little bit. Yeah, if you say it's fine and your fish are doing fine, that's fine. But if you have one that's choking, don't call me because I can't get there in time. You will have to catch your fish. And I did. I had a clownfish that was choking one time. Not on this food. It was on food that was too big. And I was so, I felt so bad for the thing because it wanted to eat, but it was too dumb to know that its mouth was full. 
And so it would swim into the next food and it would bounce off the food sticking out of its mouth. And it seemed pretty distressed and finally went in there with a net. And that scared the heck out of that fish. And it like coughed it up so it could run away. I was like, okay, we're good. You know, <laughs> you're on your way. But I was really worried my fish would die. So anyway, I'm not saying, wow, that sounds like I'm saying this food could kill your fish. That's no, not, not the point. not at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. I'm saying bigger fish, awesome food. All right? Bottom line, done. Now, Reef Nutrition has partnered up with PE Mysis, and they've created a bottle of this Mysis in a bottle to where you can just squirt it into your tank. You don't have to thaw it. You don't have to rinse it. It's ready to go instantly for those of you that are impatient or want to show off your fish eating when you have guests over. It's very, very convenient, and it's their latest product. Yeah, I'm... I you have a feeling that PMISIS and Reef Nutrition are going to get a pretty penny from me when, when I get my tank up and running. Those are the two, probably hands down, my two most favorite uh, fish or additive companies. Or, I mean, and fish PE food. stands for what, Jesse? P- Piscine Energetics. See, I always think it's pristine. No. <laughs> I just had to ask you. No, Piscine okay, Energetics. Okay, so the food is full of nutrition. I mean, they, they gut load these shrimp before you know they turn them into food. Yeah. And they're very, I mean, there's like special oils being added to Omega that's good 3, for them. Omega-3, if I'm not mistaken. That's probably right. And because of that oil, it makes your skimmer shut down. I mean, you'll just watch the bubbles collapse in the skimmer body from that you oil hitting the water. You always say that, like, that's a big deal. I never really had It a... is for some. Why? It, some people worry about it. You don't even run a sump. What are you talking about? You don't know nothing about skimmers. Well, I mean, so what? The skimmer shuts down. It, it, so it stops skimming for 10 minutes until the bubbles re... re... No, it, it can take hours. Seriously. So what? Some people worry about that. I'm just saying it so they don't freak out and say, my skimmer's broke. No, it's like, you just fed this food. That's all it is. And, you know, by morning, it should be fine again. People quit Uh, worrying about making such a pristine environment. A little bit of grit and grime in your tank is not going to kill it. Put some non-photosynthetic corals in there, and they'll be happy as pigs in poop. Literally. There you go. (laughs) And Jesse interviewed... uh, Jesse? Charles. No. Charles from P.E. Mises. (laughs) And she turned really, really red, which is awesome. No, tell them, tell them why I turned. Because really, he was really so red. hot. No, Mark. <laughs> because you love him. No, Mark. Because you want to kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. No, I'm sitting there. And then like, another guy walked in the booth when she was done with this guy, and she said, <laughs> "I said, look, another guy from PE Mice's. Let's do this." And you're like, I want to go to Marco Rocks now. And like, so any other booth other than this one right now, right? And you're like, yes. <laughs> she was so red. It was awesome. No, because that you're skipping the whole point of the matter here, people. <laughs> I do not blush because there's a decent looking human being that happens to be male across the way from me. I'm he was finishing decent. up the interview, wrapping it up perfectly fine. And Mark screams out, you two are such a cute couple. <laughs> When's when's the big day? (laughs) When's the big day? (laughs) And she turned so red, it was awesome. (laughs) I mean, come on. Yes, Charles from P.E. Mises, ladies, if you ever see him. Great looking guy. He knows it. I've already told him in person. I I have a picture. I have a picture of his ass. (laughs) Wow. Okay, well, I didn't take that, but (laughs) I think you'll see his face in my picture. Yeah, no, Jesse was in love from the moment she saw him. Whatever, Mark. Quit. She saw him and she said, oh my God, I use that food. This is like a win-win. <laughs> that never came out of my mouth. You're such a liar. Good God. This guy she, is going to think that I'm some kind of freak. He's going to get rid of this podcast. She went, she went to talk to him while we were at the bar. 
And we ran over with cameras to do paparazzi on oh her. Oh my god, Mark, I swear I don't you dare. <laughs> it was so fun. I All right, let's you. move on. Yes, uh, I love the iPad, and I saw them in a few booths, which is pretty awesome. Um, Neptune Systems, of course, with the Aqua Controller and the Apex. Those are connected to iPads, so you have like this giant screen to really you know see all the graphics and stuff, which is fun. But Manhattan Reefs, which is this enormous for- online forum, they have their own magazine called Reefs Magazine, and a Reef Magazine, and they had it on their two iPads right there. You could just scroll through the articles right there in their booth. And that kind of stuff just makes me want to buy an iPad just to read a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I just want that thing so bad, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that you should just get a Mac Mini or something and be done with it. Cause... If Apple's listening, I'd like you to send it to 6455. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Forget it. Um, um, let's see. We could talk about LED lighting, but... It's pointless because I don't understand it. I know there are light bulbs. I got that. I know there's different wattages. I know there's heat issues. I know it's supposed to save electricity. But there were so many choices yeah. at this year's Mac Node that I could not possibly be a, a shopper. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about C-Smart. Oh, I'd love to. So, Mark, we um, the keynote speaker at the uh, at the gala this year was the C-Smart intern or the C-Smart program from Papua New Guinea, and I am just floored by it. Um, I number one can't wait to get over there i actually the only money that i spent other than food at magna was buying 21 raffle tickets to try to win the uh one of the two trips over to papua new guinea and i didn't win it and i'm so sad but no you can actually go over there and intern or something like that and i might have to do that but anyway long story short c smart program in papua new guinea is a um it's what is it, Mark? It's a collect collecting program, or it's an aqua. Okay, we're going to do the best we can with this information because we were just enthralled by what we were watching on video. But David Vosseler was the person that did the, the the actual keynote speech, and he presented about what they're starting over in Papua New Guinea. And it's kind of interesting to me because it seems to be that until now you could not get corals or fish from Papua New Guinea because of legal reasons because. The tribes, the villages, they own their islands, and they said, you can't touch our stuff. And, you know, it's amazing considering how economy usually drives these things and people going and smuggle stuff out kind of a deal. And they have basically created, from what I understand from the ground up, a safe, sustainable way of collecting corals and fish without decimating the area and just leaving it dry. You know, that was the whole point. They'll take a mother colony, and they showed all this in video. And, you know, I realize there's skeptics out there, but I'm just going to go on the side of... um optimism that everything we're seeing is what they really want to accomplish and hopefully we will as a group as humans we'll do our best not to hurt our planet in the process of collecting from Papua New Guinea yeah there I mean it's all net caught and the thing is is they didn't know how to collect there before the C-Smart program started up so they're teaching them the correct way to do it no no chemicals net caught I mean everything is just it's taught correctly from the ground up Right, they're not having to teach them or undo bad habits is basically what we were told. And it was really neat because they'd go in with these big nets and they'd follow these fish into a group and they'd catch them into a long, skinny, it looked like a, 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 what do you call it, a a butterfly net. You know, a big, long one, you know? And then they would hold the net up over a bucket and the fish would swim down the net into the little holding bucket. And they kept the buckets in the water, underwater, Mm-hmm. until they decide if they're going to actually use them or not. If they if they're gonna didn't have a them need for them, they'll yeah, release them back. Yeah, he said that they don't see a bag until they're like ready to go in the box and ship. 
And the corals, if they found a mother colony, they would break off like one third and they'd put that on a special like rack steel rack like bed on, on in the ocean to grow those out. And then from those they'd take the corals and make the little frags that we would eventually see. Yeah. It was definitely And this was interesting because when he was doing the video, they showed a slide of the lightning maroon clownfish and everyone applauded and they were said, How crazy is that that this fish gets an applause from all these people? And that's in um Matt Peterson's tank. Yes, he has one. He has that one. Yes. And he was... He needs another one to rub against it. <laughs> I think that... I don't know. I was reading. I think he said that they might have had a date or something like that. Um, yeah. He he put his beautiful lightning maroon male with his enormous regular maroon female just to see what would happen. Yeah. And there was no war, which is good. Yeah. But he also kept them apart after that. He He's keeping them near each other. And, you know, I don't want to get into this whole side topic, but bottom line is, is that he wants to make sure it stays a male and doesn't turn into a mama. Yeah. And, uh, of course, he's hoping to to get a second one to see if they can keep the genetic line going and that it's not just some freak of nature because it's such an amazing looking fish. Yeah, most definitely. But um... So you mentioned internship and mm-hmm. I asked, well, what's involved? Because you get to go there for two weeks and just help for free, <laughs> which sounds perfect for me. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he said the flight over is like $2,000. I'm like, oh. You know, it's like, okay. Hey, it's, it's doable. Others told me, $2,000, that's it? I'm like, yeah, yes. I know. They live <laughs> in a Plus two weeks world. of not making a living because you're doing that. But, you know, you get your own thatched hut. <laughs> you get your <laughs> your hot dog on a stick and you're that's it. You're set. Your hot pot stick. Well, whatever they feed you over there, I don't know. <laughs> they, um, they showed both men and women involved in the collection. There's a lot of free diving because it's not very deep. Did he say 15 feet or 15 meters I deep? didn't hear that conversation. It's just, it's not deep. They don't have to use scuba tanks at all. And um, it's just, it was so interesting. I just feel that it's definitely something Refax has to go to at one point. I <laughs> One agree. of us has to go. I think, that, I think that we should try to get a road trip sponsor to send both you and I over yeah. to Papua New Guinea. I'd love to document that. I would have so much fun documenting that. And it's not a selfish thing. I really want to document it. I think it's fantastic. Well, we have, uh, we got in contact with um, Philip and Selma over there. Mm -hmm. I have their contact information and we're going to hit them up and ask them to submit articles so we can keep up with, uh, keep up with what's going on over there. Absolutely. So the program is called See Smart. If you stick that in Google, I'm sure it'll take you to all the most important parts of this process of what they're doing and what they're trying to accomplish. And hopefully more and more of the uh, distributors on the West Coast will be bringing in their stuff for us to get. Because you know, after watching that, I was like, I want all my fish from Papua New Guinea. <laughs> I mean, I just, I did. It was so awesome. And, you know, I don't know how they're being caught elsewhere, and it could be just as wonderful. But it's just, I was blown away. And that's why I want it from there. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, this is kind of cool. I was taking pictures of an aquarium in the Reef Geek booth. And my friend was spinning these little knobs and changing the color over the tank, which is very annoying when you're trying to get pictures of corals and you go from blue to white without getting a chance to set your white balance. <laughs> he was just like rolling it back and forth. And so I really thought that this was a LED fixture. I didn't even look up. But in fact, it's ATI's new dimmable T5 controller. So if you guys have an ATI fixture or maybe it's even an add-on for any fixture, I'm not positive, but I have a picture of the controller because I was like, oh, what's that? Let me take a picture of it. And I'm reading the sign next to it. It's kind of funny. I learned about stuff after looking at my pictures later because I didn't quite catch it because there's so much going on at Magna. <laughs> but that's kind of cool. Don't know the price. Don't know anything. 
That's very helpful, but, Mark. Thank you. But as you guys, well, ATI, I've got them halfway there, right? You oh. type an ATI dimmable T5 controller in Google. I think you'll find it. Well, Why are you laughing? Well you then, Google everything. Well then, Mr. Attitude, let's just move no. on to the next one. No, you asked me a question the other day. How do I do such and such? And I was like, I don't know. And you go, hang on. And you were actually going to Google, but we didn't have Wi-Fi. Remember that? And you're like, I'll oh, forget it because <laughs> you couldn't look it up. So, I mean, it's we've got to that part where we just automatically look stuff up instantly if we need an answer to something, hoping yeah. someone's documented already. Yeah. You know? All right. A cool thing that I liked because I'm a huge fan of mandarins was ORA's 50 mandarin tank. It was this it. cute little cube tank, and it was packed with mandarins. There was 50 in there. 50 oh, yeah, in one really little healthy. tank. It's awesome. Well, they're on display. But you got to remember, too, that these little guys are being um, raised by ORA. They're being taught to eat food by ORA. We talked about this on a previous podcast, that it, they were starting to release them. And they're just gorgeous. The targets and the psychedelics. Uh, and they were on display, and I love them. You love them, because you love cute you should get things. Some. Ecotech came out with an MP60. <laughs> there you go. Jesse's like, whatever. It's such a cool pump. Okay, yeah, I've talked about the MP40. I've talked about the MP20. I've talked about the MP10. Now we're going the other direction. MP60. Ginormous pump? No. I have a picture of it next to my head so you can get a sense of scale. <laughs> and everyone knows I have a big head, so that pump's going to look really small. The, uh, yeah, we have a the- video of it next to the MP40, I believe it is, where you can yeah. see that it's actually not much bigger yeah and the nice thing is it runs cooler than the mp40 it has vents on the bottom side because there's a fan inside that's cooling that motor and it can fit on a tank that's up to one and a quarter inches thick so all you guys with big tanks you're like oh it won't fit because of the three quarter inch limit the mp60 fixes that very nice this this pump i might have to get one of those for my what what your nano what would i need for a 60 gallon would it need an mp10 i think the 10 would be too small I think the limit on the size for an MP10 is three-eighths of an inch glass. So if your tank is more than three-eighths of an inch thick, then you're going to have to go with the next size up, which is which, the 40. Would, oh, it would be the 40? Yeah, the 20s are gone, as far as I understand. They just they went 10, 40, 60. Huh. The uh, new pump is using 32 volts of power. I don't know how many watts, and it can move up to 5,500 gallons per hour. So it's a beast. Wow. And I'm getting one or two of those, probably two for my 400 gallon, because I want to have them run the seven-foot length. So you can send me one of your uh, MP40s then. The MP40 is going to the back of the tank. Oh. Nice try. <laughs> Dang it! I'll, g- I'll give you the MP20. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Since, That'll work. Because no one's going to want that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's awesome. It's so cool. Um, price point is at six ninety nine, and they should come out in the next couple of months. And of course, you can find these at ecotech.com, our sponsor. So, yay, sponsor! We love you, Ecotech! Woo! We do, we do love you. <laughs> um, so, Mark, who was your favorite person besides me that you got to see at MACNA? Oh man, there's so many, so many women there. You know, I mean, what can I say? I, I really can't list just one because I'll just get <gasps> Did myself you have in trouble a with all the girlfriend? I had a few of them. <laughs> wow, you but did no. better than me. I tried really hard to get a MACNA boyfriend, and I couldn't find any. My approach is to say, hey. You're my Macna girlfriend for the weekend. And they're like, okay. It's so simple. You know, it's really? If you just be honest up front. I haven't called dibs with one for next year. I was like, okay, I'm calling dibs for next year. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't have any Macna boyfriends. I was quite, like, distraught. I was kind of, like, in a hobby full of 99% men. you think that I would find more than I found. I don't know. It a seemed lo- like there was tons of them. A lot of them are married. A lot of them yeah. are a little weird. 
Nuh-uh. Weird people in this hobby? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, so, and a lot of them had girlfriends. I was just like, geez, where are all the single people just wanting to be my Magna boyfriend? And I'm the same way. I'm looking around at all these hot women. They all are attached to some stupid guy. It's really annoying. I know. I think they should just have a sign-up sheet for those who want to date me. That way when I show up, they're ready. I think that there should be a singles <laughs> Magna. Yeah, that's a not going to happen. A single Magna mixer. <laughs> it could be fun. We joked about creating a new podcast called ReefRumors.com, and we're going to just document everyone that's sleeping with who. But, you know. <laughs> well, that's just for ratings. <laughs> yeah, that's just... I've never, ever dated somebody in the hobby. Oh, by the way, Mark, you and I are not you, dating. I heard you dated me for a no, week, you no, whore. No. I, <laughs> all right, people, I have to clear the air on this because apparently there are some some rumors going around that Mark and I are dating. Mark Hardcore. and I are not dating. Hardcore. Nor have we ever dated. We date like crazy. Whatever. I date the hell out of her. <laughs> I date her nightly. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. It started off all innocent with Facebook Girlfriend of the Week, and then it got hot and heavy, and ever since, you know, we're we're inseparable. Stop it, Mark, I swear to God. (laughs) You're going to literally single-handedly ruin my my dating life. Um, No, it was Grisham from Reef Nutrition came up to me, and he was like, aren't you you dating Mark? And I'm like, what? (laughs) Are you you serious? She's like, I wouldn't date that. I, I, you must be mistaken. I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. That's there you crazy. go. There you heard it. End of podcast. Beep boom. Uh, but yeah. Um, who else? No, we can't do that because if we started dating, we'd ruin our sexual tension. Oh, my God. I am getting so red in the face. I can't believe you just said we have sexual tension. That's disgusting. I think I just threw up my mouth a little bit. <laughs> And that's how I affect women. There you go. All right, next topic, Coral RX. It's a dip for your corals to make them pest free. <laughs> and apparently, it kills Bryopsis too. So I do want to hear from you guys if that works for you, because that's an interesting thought. Way to change <laughs> subjects. I'm Boyd still... Enterprise, this offers ChemiClean in liquid format. <laughs> <laughs> no, they really do. <laughs> Quit laughing at the product. It's a good one. I, I might get them as a sponsor. Shut I'm up. <laughs> Ariel Freudenthal was there, and she actually, uh, Jesse videoed us talking about the new product from ChemiClean. It's in liquid form where you put in a drop per gallon to kill cyano. And that's even easier than mixing up powder, people. So she swears it's better than the previous stuff, and I've been a huge fan of ChemiClean forever. So Boyd Enterprises is now offering it. Check with your online vendor and buy a bottle today. Oh, look at you. You're so good at that. Wow, that's pretty good, huh? Yeah, it was. All right, so back to um, the only thing that I spent money on, the raffle tickets to Papua New Guinea. Yeah. I was so upset when I didn't win. Joe Scavo, he's, what is he? Is a vendor or a speaker or what is he? He was the president of the Boston Reefer Society. Oh, okay, so he's just a, he's just a hobbyist. Just another lucky dude. Dude, man. He, I, I know. Think, I heard he bought 100 tickets, so for $100, he gets a trip. Wow. I know. I wish I would have just dropped 100 I feel like I would have won. He walked up on that stage with his fist pumping in the air like, I'm number one! And then who was the second person? Brandy Lampkin? Yes, Brandy Lampkin, who's um, probably up in Michigan because she's in the Mazam Club. And 
uh, our friend Tall Sweet, who sometimes, you know, he posts on Reef Addicts, he said to me on Facebook, yeah, I didn't get any pictures of Brandy winning. Do you have one, Mark? Because all I heard, you know, he said, I was in the restroom. I heard screaming. <laughs> <laughs> so Brandy was very happy to win. It's kind of cool when you know your own friends are winning, um, you know, if you're not the winner yourself. Yeah, you know, if it's a stranger, you're just like, you hate him. But, I mean, if it's a friend, you kind of feel a bit Yeah, I hated it. Joe. I maybe won't hate Because <laughs> he's a stranger. Because <laughs> he's a stranger. Because he's a stranger, and so he she took hates my him. trip. He took my $20. I think yeah, Joe no. should give me $20 back. <laughs> you want a refund? <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't buy any raffle tickets. Every time I thought of it, I'd so like, okay, I'll do it later. And then I'd see and them you know actually what? calling you raffle hear, prizes. You want to hear something funny? What's that? I didn't remind any of my friends to buy raffle tickets because I wanted the odds better in my favor. That's true. We're sitting at the dinner and she says, did you buy a ticket? No. Did you buy a ticket? No. Did you buy a ticket? No. She's like, yes. She was so excited. <laughs> I was. I was like, woo. I kept like, you know, I would see people walk by the raffle thing and I'm like, oh, let's go look over here for something else away from the raffle area. <laughs> the raffle area was actually an interesting system this time because, of course, they have all the boxes with the individual bins of what you want to win. But when you bought your raffle tickets, you get a sheet of tickets that had one number. And so if you bought like five sheets of tickets, you only had to track five numbers, not 5,000 numbers, which is usually what happens at these events. So you'd, if you're a winner in anything, all you had to know is your first couple, you know, those numbers. Yeah, it was So nice. like you could enter in all kinds of different items, different products, but you only had to track five numbers in your head. And, yeah. you know, one of our great. club members loved that. He says, we're totally stealing that for next wave. Yeah. And I think it's a great idea. Yeah. What they did was they put the prizes up on a screen. And there was the number of what won, and then there was a countdown timer to go claim it, or they draw another ticket. Yep. It so was there was, decent. It was really well handled. So and, you didn't um, get anything in the raffle? Did you? I didn't home? even buy a raffle ticket. But did you come home with anything else from the show? I came home with t-shirts. I came home with some tongs from Reef Koi because I had to support our sponsor. Woohoo, Reef Koi! <laughs> yeah! We love you! Love you! <laughs> Say that about every sponsor. <laughs> um... I picked up a banner from the banquet. <laughs> what's, the, um, what's the banner of, Mark? Uh, it's just my former haunt. Let's put it that way. Oh, and uh, That sounds ominous. I got a calendar from Marine a new Geek. forum, Marine Geek. Yeah, who, I got that, that was. I want to talk about that for a minute. I know you didn't want to, but I want to for a second because they were everywhere. All our name badges had their company name right across the top over our own name. And I'm like, who are these people? And everyone I spoke to said, I've never heard of them. So I went up to their ginormous booth and they had all kinds of aquarium supplies. And I'm looking at their site and it says forum, it says auctions and you know, various links. But it didn't seem to be like a fish store. So I said, what are you? And they said, we're a new forum and we're a reciprocating forum. To where if you do something on our site, you get a reward. So if you write a nice post, you might get something shipped to you in the mail as a reward for doing it. If you got Tank of the Month, you would get a $100 Visa gift card. I mean, that's incentive right there to get your tank submitted, I guess. And uh, their prices apparently are lower than most forums when it comes to advertising. And um, they really sunk a ton of money into advertising at Macna. It was, like I said, they were everywhere. It was insane. So I got one of their calendars because it was really pretty. <laughs> so I'm yeah, set for 2011. Nice. And uh, yeah. I talked to them as well to try to maybe see about getting some of our own calendars printed like that. Yeah. So I got some of that information. Yeah. But um, yeah, I ended up going walking away with, uh, I think, six T-shirts, which is quite a grip of T-shirts to get for free. 
Right. I found some that weren't even like given out to the public, and yeah. like you know, the VIP T-shirts. There. There you fun. go. This is kind of cool. Um, Instant Ocean slash Marineland, who's a future sponsor for Reef Addicts. They gave everyone what looked like a salt bag on their seat when they came into the gala for the big dinner. And I mean, it looked just like an instant ocean bag of salt, but a big bag, you know, like the 50 pound bag. But it turned out that inside was a t-shirt and some products and some coupons. And uh, if your bag happened to have a sticker of a smiley face on it, you want a light fixture that was right in the middle of the table. I and know, that was kinda... we sat at the wrong table. Yeah, well, we were at the ice cap table. How could you have a marine land light sitting on the ice cap table? That's craziness. Yeah. So I, th- I thought that would have been rude. But the shirts were all too big for me. I'm Now that Jesse has taught me how to dress myself, I cannot get oversized t-shirts anymore. And so I kind of looked at other people to see if we could trade. You know, like somebody needs an XL, I could take their medium. But every shirt was XL. Yeah. And I wanted the shirt because it said Magna 2010 Magna, yeah. Banquet. It was specific to that night, and that's so cool. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, I so was actually, big. speaking of oversized t-shirts, I'm quite happy. Because as you may know or may not know, I've been on this whole healthy working out, getting better kick, and it's I, I like you hot. officially replaced all my extra large t-shirts with large. There you go. Yep. So all the XLs in my house are getting knocked out, kicked out the door. That's because of all the crazy sex we have. You're just losing weight. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Ew. What? They need Mark! to know. <laughs> no, all right. No. Let's talk about t-shirts some more. I bought the official Macna t-shirt. Uh, it was I bought it on Thursday. I said, do you have it in medium? They had three left. I was like, I'll take it now. And it's cool because they made it like a rock star t-shirt. On the back, they have all the Macnas since the very beginning, all listed with the dates and locations. And I was like, I have to own that shirt. And it turns out they're like limited edition because they only printed 200 total. And they decided after the fact, we're just going to have to make more. And people placed orders the way I understood it. So at least they're only ordering what they need. and They're not going to be sitting on surplus, which is always good. But that was nice. And I was happy to get that. Add it to my arsenal of clothing. I think that's pretty much it. I mean, other things happened, of course, that Jesse can't talk about. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was a lot of fun, and I really do encourage you guys to go. You know, instead of worrying about what the destination is or what weekend it lands on, just book it. Just plan your trip, set the date, tell your boss you need off that weekend, and go do it. Because you're going to have so much fun hanging out. We want to see you in person. We want to see your eyes light up when you see new products being released or when you get answers to questions you've always wondered. And you, it's just, it's, the clarity is there. You know, yeah. it's just, there's so much information available to you. Well, Mark, I'd like to keep talking to you, but I have a lunch date to go on with somebody. You're cheating on me already? I have a date. I can live with that. And I have to go. I'm one, I'm one of those guys, you know, that can accept it if the girl has to go off for a little bit whatever mark i swear <laughs> to god i'm gonna ring your neck next time i see you which the next time i see you is gonna be october 23rd and 24th at reef palooza in southern california that is right i'll be back for some decent weather Woohoo! that's gonna be exciting you need to book your ticket have you booked it the flight yeah no i gotta earn some money okay i mean i well, do i'm spending it all my money on the 400 to, gallon you need to add a day in because if you don't come down to san diego this time i'm gonna be personally offended I can live with that. Screw you! (laughs) Hey, uh, Jessie had one more thing she wanted to ask you guys because I keep bringing it up and she says I'm full of crap. Okay, Jessie wants to know if there are any of you 
that are subscribers only, which means you don't check the site. You only listen to yeah, the podcast okay. through iTunes. So this is this is the story, people. Every time Mark's like, oh, this is what's going on in the site in case you're just a subscriber and you don't actually go visit the site. And I'm like, Mark, seriously, the only people that are going to be subscribing to our podcast are people who come to our site and are, like, fans of yours or something like that. Everybody's going to go to the freaking site. So why, like, double talk about things? And so if you are one of these elusive creatures that just subscribes to the podcast on iTunes and nothing else, never goes to reefaddicts.com, email me at jesse, J-E-S-S-Y, at reefaddicts.com. And tell me this, because until, the, until like, it's proven that there are people who are only subscribing, I won't believe it, and I'm going to give Mark for it. So if you're in your car right now and you heard her say this, pull the car over or text in traffic. I don't care what you have to do. Get your phone out and email her at jesse at refax.com and tell her you only subscribe to the podcast. You don't come to the site because I want proof because I know there's some of you out there. And that's why I bring stuff up during the podcast that's on the site in case you missed it. So you can go to show notes and check out the articles pertaining because our stuff keeps changing over. And stuff gets overlooked. All right. Well, people, now it's in your hands. If you want things changed, you have to you have to email me. I bet that her inbox is going to blow up. It's going to be thousands Whatever. of people saying, yeah, I never go that stupid site. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> They're like, we'll never leave Mila's Reef. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark. Well. Have a great lunch. And whoever this person is you're with, you know. We'll talk mm-hmm. again next month. And hopefully we'll start getting these things out more often. Yeah, absolutely. Back on track. And I'm feeling a little bit better. All right, bye. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.